Hello and welcome to Something in the Stars Astrology Podcast. I am your host, Kelly, and today I am joined by my friend Amy to discuss the astrology of March 2020. Please sit back and enjoy. Here we are again. How you doing, Amy? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) I'm only laughing because I actually know what your life has kind of been like since the Saturn-Pluto conjunction. Oh, fucking A. Yeah. That's all I can say. I I missed you last month, man. But I I knew. I was just kind of like, oh, I'll just. Yeah, man. I need to sit this one out a little bit. Going through some shit. Yeah, well, and that just seems to be the general theme. Yes. It's it's crazy out there. That's all I can say. I feel like we've been wading through the swamp of sadness. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like, just, holy shit, can we get to the end? Because, like, I'm gonna, I'm about to be fucking Artex and die right now. (laughs) Yeah, What, what, what did I text you? It was something like... Um, like a blanket, blanket of, of de- depression. A de- blanket of depression. That's and what I was it, just it like, yep, like. It, it totally does feel that way. And yeah, like the swamp of sadness. Like I just literally feel like, you know, that's what I. And I've been hit with so much, like from all aspects of the universe. It's just like, hey, <laughs> hey, we're just gonna keep throwing more stuff at you. Yeah, yeah. And then it stopped being thrown, and it was just basically, you know, one of those like like automatic pitching machines that just went fucking haywire. Yeah. And, you know, just speed balls to the face and like not in a good way. Yeah. Like there's there's t-shirt cannons or something. A a t-shirt cannon of wasp nest to the face (laughs) daily (laughs) is honestly what it felt like because it was just one major thing after the other, you know, for myself, for my husband, for the two kids, you know, just... yeah fucking a and then that's just on top of everything else that's going on in the world and then my own personal healing and shit that i need just need to deal with you know as a human thanks parents yeah (laughs) um finally unwrapping those gifts yeah Um, those are always fun yeah great (laughs) those little ones where you didn't know oh where did this come from yeah and they like come (laughs) and they like bite you in the ass too like oh where'd that fucker look come from jesus yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 been a lot of that too. So it's just it's been rough. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's been overwhelming. That's it, it seems like every person I talk to um has just been going through something overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because it's like there's this feeling of of oh my god, this is so overwhelming. Yeah. But then there's also like you said the healing opportunity that comes afterwards but just it seems like just the second you heal it up there's something something else Mm -hmm. that comes along and and it just seems that it's coming from all facets of life it's like okay we've got home taken care of good oh great now work has gone to shit yeah like oh good we got work okay all right now it's like past stuff that's coming up and it's like okay past stuff yeah okay (laughs) and (laughs) then just like yeah wax on wax off kicking and like just trying to like block do you you know accept yeah (laughs) yeah it's like a never-ending game of street fighter or something finish him like (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) finish it (laughs) yeah yeah. jesus and then yeah like the whole world is just it's on fire Mm. and it just 
only seems to be getting worse and they're just and like I like I said they're like they're just this blanket of depression yeah and then you know we've got Mercury retrograde, you know, Mercury's retrograde now in Pisces of all things. It's just kind of, and then we're in Pisces season right now. It's just like, all the feels coming to crash on your couch. Oh my God. Like, I just feel like I have cried so much lately. I'm like, can I fucking stop, please? Like, it annoys me. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, Dame, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, I had like I had made a post on Facebook like, "How's everybody doing with that Pisces energy?" And like everybody was like, "I can't stop crying. Everything is terrible. I need a hug." And like all of my responses were like, "Hugs, hearts, hugs, yeah, hearts, yeah. hugs, hearts." There's like one person who's like, "I feel great about everything." You're like, "Awesome, high five!" Yes, and yeah. then it's like, "Hugs, hearts, right. hugs, hearts." Like, okay, it's just a rough time, but. <laughs> There's some good news. We're actually having some cool aspects come in this month. So, so the first one is March 4th. And this is Venus's ingress into Taurus. She's been in Aries, which is where she's in detriment. So she does not feel very good in Aries it's a time where she really focuses on herself, but that's not necessarily Venus's comfort zone because she, you know, ruled by Taurus, ruled by Libra, you know, Libra's focused on the other. Taurus yeah. is really focused on like the home. senses and stability yeah. and what do we do to make this stable mm-hmm. and what do we do to make this pretty and arty yeah, and, and creative. Enjoy, and enjoy Beautiful. Yeah. Like, what can we do to to enjoy yeah. this life in all of its facets? Yeah, and 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 that's all of its earthly delights. Exactly, and the, I think too, like the most base of your delights. Yeah, is what she covers. Yeah, really. I mean, this is like good food, good sex, mm-hmm. like. You know, yeah, I don't know. Eating and fucking, yeah. That's what, <laughs> that's what you this can't season. get much better than that. You know, yeah. like in in a cool ass house that looks, you know, it's comfy, it's cozy. You're mm-hmm. vi- you just vibing. Yeah, Venus so, just wants to vibe. <laughs> yeah, so we kick off March with you know Venus going into her home sign of Taurus, Woo. which is which is very which is very relieving, and we're heading into springtime too. So. There's always like that excitement of like, yeah. oh, there's a change coming. What mm-hmm. will it bring? I'm yeah. kind of anxious about it. But, ah! <laughs> you know, like it's exciting and, you know, really slipping down into. And you start, you know, you see, start seeing more sunshine. You start opening yeah. your windows and they think you really are just like, you, you kind of start to feel alive too, like with the way the earth is, at least where we are right now. Yeah. And also too. Yeah, also, too. I mean, I noticed that the other night when I had come home and I was having a meltdown about something. So I was like, I'm just going to go to the gym. (laughs) And I realized it was like six o'clock when I went Mm -hmm. and it was light out. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is the part of the year that I really start to like. And also, too, I feel like Venus and Taurus, like I, like a little while ago off mic, you had said, you know, I need to take a nap on a soul level. Oh, I feel like this God. is when we get like that, that yeah, cleanse on that a soul respite, level. That kind of like, oh, let's just 
let's just focus on these few things do yeah. it well and just let's 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 have a moment yeah the things <laughs> the things we enjoy yeah and the other thing that's happening too is <sighs> mercury stations direct Ooh. on march 9th <laughs> i'm happy about that but you know what for some reason, and maybe it's just because I expect it, it's just because I know that whatever does happen isn't the end of the world, and yeah. it's, you know, it's for a reason, obviously. Um, I just I just handle it. I kind of roll up my sleeves a little bit and have mm-hmm. a little bit of an expectation that things are going to be difficult, but I don't get upset about it. I don't, like, talk shit about it, Yeah, you know, because I think sometimes that might egg it on a little, too. Oh, you know? yeah. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, oh, you want to talk shit? Here you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's this one hasn't been bad, per se, but, like, that Pisces energy, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck well, and, I mean, I know with a lot of people, like, Pisces brings the emotions, you know, and... Mercury is all about thought. So Mercury has to be in that place of like, like I said, it's like Mercury is underwater, like Mm -hmm. Mercury being underwater. I've also heard people describe it as Mercury in Pisces is Mercury drunk and Mercury (laughs) retrograde in Pisces is Mercury drunk and being in reverse. (laughs) So it's like... Mercury's drunk and crying about his childhood in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so. sorry I hurt everybody mm. in my life. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Yeah. And I mean, oh, Mer- <laughs> Mercury goes all the way back into Aquarius to 28 degrees, which is kind of nice. I mean, it's when it stations direct, it's actually in Aquarius at 28 degrees. I actually like this because... Aquarius is all about like that innovative thought. Mm-hmm. So I feel like with Mercury be more con- constructive. Well, I feel like with Mercury stationing direct there, like all of this emotional stuff, like if you've had an emotional time mm-hmm. with Mercury in Pisces, it's just going to bring about those aha moments of like, oh, this is why mm-hmm. all of that shit yeah. came up yeah. and I understand now. Mm-hmm. And then when it starts to, you know, quote unquote, go forward, mm-hmm we'll be able to go back over all of those degrees so we can clean up the emotional mess that we might have left or, you know, the emotional mess that like, you know, trampled across our hearts or Mm -hmm. whatever, like we'll be able to, we'll be able to clean it up, heal it up. spring cleaning. Yeah, do some spring cleaning because we're on our way to spring. Yep, self, self (laughs) self-care. Yeah, self-care, definitely self-care. I might have done some of that this weekend in the form of Eminem. <laughs> oh, I was listening to Eight Mile. I was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah!" Oh my god, somebody else had posted about that too. Oh my god, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's there's like an Eminem Pisces link. I don't know if he's a Pisces or something like that. That's I've, I've never looked at his chart. And on March eighth. We had just talked about how Venus ingressed into Taurus. So anything that goes into Taurus has to interface with Uranus because that's where Uranus is for the next seven or so years. And Uranus is in the early degrees. I think Uranus is only going to get up to 10 degrees this year. And so Uranus is going to, Venus is going to conjunct Uranus and Taurus. 
and Uranus shakes things up. So I have a feeling that this could be like that thing where you're just kind of like, I wouldn't normally do this, but <laughs> I'm going to do crazy. it. <laughs> yeah. Like a few weeks from now, you'll look back and be like, I don't know who that person was who was, <laughs> who was doing that, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's definitely going to be like that YOLO moment of, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, okay, let's uh, let's do this. Why not? It's something yeah. crazy. It's something fun, especially if it's pleasurable ma'am um but as always please be careful (laughs) remember things have consequences exactly you know go into it intelligently informed Mm -hmm. decisions as much as possible at least yeah because venus really is the heart you know like i feel my feelings i want to do this yeah but sometimes you know having the little like backup brain kit is good to have yeah exactly so it's kind of like uh use your logic (laughs) you know venus is just like that girl that likes to hoe it up but she's prepared she's got her condoms in her purse she's got her you know her birth control set up she she knows how to do the things she wants to do safely and responsibly and maturely. And, you know, that's all we can hope for anybody. And yeah. honestly, honestly. Yeah. She and lives her truth. Yeah. So I think that's all, like all anybody can ask for. Well, and I think that's one of the cool things that could happen with this aspect is that um, there might be this shakeup. But then it's like, oh, maybe that's really who I am or mm-hmm. really who I love or what I really enjoy. Yeah. You know, I feel like this time... Especially with this whole Saturn-Pluto conjunction thing. Because, I mean, it's happened now. And it's just we're feeling it for the next year. Mm -hmm. Because Saturn and Pluto move a bit slower. So Saturn doesn't get too far away from it. So there's always, like, you know, what's called, you know, being in orb or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're just kind of feeling this this whole year so there is like this undertone of like what is really true yeah what does that even mean yeah what you know what are you know what are you like like you know what is my life who is this person yeah I mean all of that is kind of being not even kind of all of that it has been I think unraveling and like that's been like prepping and like kind of simmering up to this point yeah well and I listen just a recurring theme yeah I mean I listen to a lot of podcasts and uh, I listen to I mean I listen to a lot of political podcasts and one of the things I constantly hear people say and people joke about is you can't predict the future anymore Mm -hmm. like we used to have this general sense that like we kind of had a feeling of what would be going on in the world and things just kind of moved along now we're in that place of like nope there's really nothing that we can rely on but ourselves Mm -hmm. and we're having a lot of stuff dredged up within ourselves where we're just even asking ourselves like what am I really even like so and I think with the you know Venus and Uranus coming into play. I think we could see some glimmers of that, but I think we could see it in the positive light of like, oh, these are the things I really enjoy. This is what I really want to try. And then after that, we get a full moon in Virgo on March 9th. And as a Virgo sun, I'm kind of looking forward to this one. (laughs) 
but, you know, Virgo is practical, analytical. She's efficient. She's critical. And so looking back on the Pisces new moon that we had, that was kind of like the the Pisces new moon was make a wish. Like anything you want to dream, just dream it. And I feel like with the full moon in Virgo, Virgo is bringing in her ability to look at things with a critical eye and say, I know that's what you wish for, but I'm going to bring it down to earth for you Mm -hmm. so we can so we can really make this happen. Like, let's look at this with a realistic, discerning eye. Yeah. And because the moon is emotional, like it's, you know, I mean, it it represents the body, but it's also like our emotional world as Mm -hmm. well. And I feel like with Virgo, she can take a, a realistic look at the emotions. Like, what are you getting caught up in mm-hmm. that you shouldn't be getting caught up in? Yeah. Because Pisces is just this very dissolved, boundless yeah. place. Yeah. And Virgo is, you know, it's Earth. So she is good at putting boundaries up and being yeah. practical. Yeah. So I think with the Virgo full moon as well is that it's not just going to be like this okay let's look at the dream realistically mm-hmm. I think she's also going to be saying like hey where are you putting your emotions that aren't really practical are you spending too much time arguing with people about politics online mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> are you sure that the people you're even arguing with are real people yeah <laughs> do you need to take the time to like dig into that article couldn't you just be spending your time doing something else that's efficient like I have a feeling that she's going to be coming in like okay chop chop (laughs) it's time to get serious and with the moon representing the body as well and with Virgo ruling the sixth house she's very concerned about the body Mm -hmm. so this could also be a time too where we realize, like, how are our emotions affecting our physical health? Mm-hmm. And how is our physical health affecting our emotions? Because we all know that when we have depression, we can have physical pain in the body. But we also know that when we have physical pain in the body, we can have depression. Yeah. So I really think that full moon is going to be coming in and being like, okay, we're going to have a come to Jesus meeting. <laughs> And we're going to peel you off the couch now. And we're yeah. Gonna talk about this. Yeah. We're going to get you away from your phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're going to put you into doing something useful and practical because Virgo, yeah. and I can speak to this, Virgo loves doing practical shit. <laughs> <laughs> we really do. Yeah. I am a Virgo rising. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Yeah, when, oh, when people meet so you, good. they're like, this bitch gets shit done. <laughs> <laughs> so that's happening on March 9th. On March 19th, sun ingress into Aries. Yay, springtime. Sun <gasps> <Please>. is exalted <laughs> in Aries. Sun is like, yes, let me 
you know, rise up from the slumber and just right. like break through the earth. I just can't help but think of like, you know, like that, you know, lapsed time of like a plant coming up oh, through the ground. God. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I think of when I think of Sun and Aries, where it's just like, yes, me, I'm here. Right now, we're just at the last vestiges of like trying to get up through. Like, yeah. you know, it's coming, but you're like, how, wait, how far? I, is it a little bit to go? Is it like you're 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 like okay, like you're you're feeling good, but you don't know, and just yeah. Soon. And so you know, Aries is the first sign of the zodiac, and it represents the identity. You know, it's like the ruler of the first house, and so this is you know this is when the sun gets reborn. So this is what I'm talking about, where we've had. This blanket of depression, I feel like with the sun getting into Aries, that there will be like we'll be able to shake that off a little mm-hmm. bit more because we'll start seeing the we'll start seeing the sun a lot more because yeah, the sun's gonna hang out in the days. Getting it, yeah, he's <laughs> gonna be like, hey guys, what's up? Yeah, I think we'll start to feel the wet blanket, mm-hmm. you know, peel back a little more. I mean, in the in one of the weekly podcasts, I had described uh, the sun in Pisces being in liminal space mm-hmm. because Pisces is the last sign ruler of the 12th house, which is like, I mean, the 12th house is what was happening before you were born. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like the sun being in like this embryonic womb like mm-hmm. state, letting go of all of the stuff that was before so it can be mm-hmm. reborn again in springtime. Yeah, it seems so, like a good time to let go of any like generational or like cyclical yeah. issues as well. Yeah, I mean when you look at like like evolutionary astrology, like the 12th house is the the soul mm-hmm. and the and past lives and and things like that. So you know, some people think that like that whatever you have in the twelfth house is what needs to be let go in this life to heal old lives. If okay. that's if that's, if that's what you believe, or, yeah. that always worries me because I have four fucking planets in the twelfth from whole sign house perspective. Oh, so. I would have to go back and look at mine, but I know like all of mine are like. In like the <laughs> yeah bottom half, so I'm pretty sure I probably have yeah, a lot well, going on there. Yeah, yours are yeah. You've got, as I recall, you've got more planets on the bottom half mm-hmm. of your chart. So what that what that signifies, you know, depending on you know which which philosophy you're looking at the chart from, that like you came here really to deal with yourself, like mm-hmm. things that have to do with you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this next aspect I'm super excited about. And we talked a little bit about this off mic beforehand, but March 22nd, Saturn ingress into Aquarius. We get a different hell. (laughs) Finally. I am so fucking sick of Saturn and Capricorn. I can't even stand it. I know some people are like basking in Capricornness or whatever. Hey, and good on them. Uh, good on them. <laughs> I am not. Yeah. That shit squares my 12th house. As I said, <laughs> I have four fucking planets there and I'm I'm just I'm tired. <laughs> I just I don't want to I don't want any more tension with Mars or Pluto or Mercury or your I just don't 
I don't, I don't. Oh. Yeah, just done. Just done. And we've had all of these planets going through Capricorn. So mm-hmm. that, I, I'm just, ugh. <laughs> I'm just done. Mm-hmm. And I actually went back and looked at, because I was curious, because I was like, okay, what kind of fresh hell am I going into? Mm-hmm. So I went, uh, pulled out my trusty ephemeris and figured out when was the last time Saturn was in Aquarius. And the last time it was in Aquarius was when I was in high school. And, you know, because it takes, you know, 28 years to mm-hmm. get around to all of the signs of the Zodiac. So I was in high school and it was really interesting looking at the dates because this is always the spooky thing about astrology Mm -hmm. is that like, you know, you'll look at your transits and the dates and I mean, I don't have a diary from them, but Mm -hmm. I know roughly of like when things happen. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, that's when I found some shit out Mm -hmm. and I figured out who my real friends were Mm -hmm. and I went on a rampage of clearing out my life mm-hmm. and took about, I don't know, a week or so. And it was like, that was the summer going into my senior year. And after doing that, I had the most, I had an amazing senior year. It was, I had so much fun. It was like the best year of high school and I felt confident mm-hmm. and I went into my first year of college feeling the same way mm-hmm. and I felt very grounded and had, you know, good friends and and all of that. So just looking at it from that perspective now, when it went over my Uranus, that was uh, that was that was a shakeup of things that caused some difficulties that didn't have anything to do with friends. It had to do with a shakeup with family and my living situation and all of that. But so in looking at it from that perspective, I'm just kind of like really curious as to what Saturn and Aquarius will be like. Because Aquarius is the traditional ruler of Saturn. Because in Hellenistic astrology, Saturn rules Capricorn six and rings. six rings. Six rings. <laughs> <laughs> in, in Hellenistic, in in Hellenistic astrology, Saturn rules Capricorn and Aquarius. So it's like it feels kind of unfair that we're getting like Saturn, Saturn. Mm-hmm. But I feel that there is a difference because Aquarius is all about the vision of the future and mm-hmm. is all about innovation and uniqueness and isn't very concerned about the individual like leo is the opposite of yeah. aquarius i'm very concerned about me mm-hmm. me me mm-hmm. excuse yeah, me leo yeah, i mean leos are great don't get me wrong <laughs> but aquarius is more of, is more concerned about the group how will this help the group how mm-hmm. will this how can we innovate technology and thought to benefit the greater good <laughs> And Saturn, being that Saturn likes hard work, you know, I feel like it's not that Saturn and Capricorn hasn't been constructive. Mm -hmm. I think it has been very constructive, especially on a material level. But 
one of the things that we're seeing is like this breaking down of systems and this breaking down of structures. And there is something very mournful about that. Mm-hmm. Very mournful oh, about for that. Sure, for sure. And this, I would say, is coming down to people on the soul level. It's not just going like, oh, look, Australia's on fire and yeah. my government is turning into, I don't know what the fuck this is. Yeah. And, you know, why was there this, you know, white supremacist dude in Germany, like, fire, you know, opening fire on shisha bars? Like, what the hell is happening? Like, didn't we do this already? Yeah. So there's like this horrible mourning that's going on. But it's also this unveiling of terrible shit. Yeah, that was always there underlying, yeah, underneath the surface. It's always been there. Yeah. So Saturn did his job. Saturn mm-hmm. was just like, I want to show you all the work you didn't do that you need to do. Mm-hmm. I feel like with Saturn going into Aquarius, I feel like Saturn is just going to be like, all right, everybody, all hands on deck, make it fucking happen. Yeah, let's do this. Chop, chop. Yeah. So it's kind of, so it's like this, we're moving from the funeral to the what happens after yeah. there's been a death. And that can be, to me, that can be very liberating. It can be very scary. Yeah, and depend- you're still going to have a fucking sob fest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just depends on how you take it, how you look at everything. Yeah. So I'm actually kind of excited about it. And I just want to give some dates. Let me see. What do I have here? Okay, so on March 22nd, Saturn ingress into Aquarius. And then Saturn goes retrograde on June 2nd and goes back to 25 degrees of Capricorn. And then Saturn will go direct on September 29th. And then by middle of December, I think it's middle of December, Saturn moves into Aquarius where it will stay for the next two or so years. So, yeah, we've got we've got a lot of energy shifts happening this month, which I'm I'm excited about because February just kind of felt like Ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the cleanup from January. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's like the Saturn-Pluto conjunction thing came and I was like, oh, that's cool. Everything is calm. Too calm. It's like when there's a yeah. toddler in the house. Yeah. And, and it like, gets oh, too shit, quiet. It got quiet. Something's up. Yeah. Something's up. That's exactly what it felt like. And then like a week later, it was like, oh, there it is. Yep. That's <laughs> the, the proverbial calm before the storm. Yeah. You know, kind of shit. like, OK. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it felt like. March 22nd. Saturn moving into Aquarius. I'm I'm just excited to see what's going to happen because because we're going to get a little preview. Like this will be the movie trailer <laughs> to the film called Saturn in Aquarius, <laughs> and we'll get to see you know uh, what themes come up. Yeah. So if you know your chart, you can look and see which house Aquarius is in, and that will be the house that's affected. March 23rd, Mars in Capricorn conjuncts Pluto. So Pluto's been hanging out in Capricorn forever. <sighs> oh, yeah, my God. With me being in Scorpio, like, okay. 
Like I'm done with Capricorn. Yeah, your 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 ruler is like <laughs> well, your sun ruler is like yeah in Capricorn, but or, or yeah in Capricorn. But Mars twenty third, Mars and Capricorn conjunct Pluto. Pluto's been there forever. Is going to be there till like twenty twenty five, and so Mars, being the personal planet that he is, and. Mars is exalted in Capricorn. I actually don't look at this aspect as a negative one. I know sometimes with conjunctions, it can kind of be like, "Ah, what does it mean? I just really feel like Mars and Pluto are going to team up. And Mars is going to be like, hey, Pluto, what's up? And Pluto is going to be like, I'm going to get to the bottom of something. And Mars is going to be like, fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> it's going to be like in Nightmare Before Christmas when Jack goes and he gets all his shit. And he's like, what's this? Yeah. 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 I'm excited for that. <laughs> yeah. And the scientist in me just loves that. I And I feel that with Mars being exalted in Capricorn... And Pluto is Pluto is neutral in Capricorn. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's not like Pluto is in this bad place or something. No, it's just a lot of work. It's just a lot of like, okay, now this. All right. Now we've did that. Yeah. Next. What else can I destroy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else can I take down? What other secret can I uncover? We Right? Like, I just feel like um, Capricorn has just basically picked me raw like every old scab wounds, you know, whatever, like nook and cranny crevice shit that it could find. It was just in there with a fucking trowel mm-hmm. and a file <laughs> and a little, you know, like some archaeological fucking shit. Like I, a, t- a pick. Like, really, could you stop now? I love that you say that because not that I'm happy that you've gone <laughs> through, you know, a fine you know like that you've you know been basically been given the business by Saturn but I I love that you say that because Saturn rules the bones and skin (laughs) and Saturn and Capricorn is basically that I mean it really is being it really is like going through the ringer Mm mm-hmm and yeah, so it's <laughs> March twenty second is coming, man. <laughs> I can I can do it. Like fuck, I've, I I figured I've made it this far. Now it's just out of spite. Like fuck you. You don't yeah do yeah. You you wanna you wanna you bring yeah. it. Yeah, Mars conjunct Pluto. I feel like that will just be. I I don't know. I think it will be a good aspect. Like it will just be an opportunity to get to the bottom of things. And I feel like, I feel like at this point we can't really find a bottom though. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's like, it just keeps going and going and going. I'm kind of hoping that Mars will find the bottom and just be like, okay, I'm going to push off now. Mm -hmm. And then by the time I get to the top, you know, Mm -hmm. we'll have that Saturn ingress into, (laughs) into Aquarius and everything will start to get better. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And then on March 24th, we have a new moon in Aries. And I think with this new moon, we'll really be able to focus on ourselves because that's what Aries does. I mean, Mm -hmm. Aries is the first sign. Aries rules the first house and the identity. And I really think we'll be able to set intentions for ourselves. And... 
look- truth of ourselves. Like you said that we're going to be mm-hmm. uncovering. So maybe that would be the time to kind of be like, yes, this is who I am or this what is this is what my truth is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's great that that. Mars conjunct Pluto happens like right before it. Mm-hmm. And then of course anytime a body, a celestial body is an Aries, it's got to come into contact with Chiron <laughs> that is our wounded healer who is there doing the identity wound work. So I really think and again the moon represents the the body, represents our emotional world. I really do think this could be a time where we really do just get into that space of like, what is my truth? Who am I? Who am I truly? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what still needs to be healed up? What intentions do I want to set for mm-hmm. myself? Because we started this year off so wonky. Oh my God. Yeah. Because we had the eclipses Mm -hmm. and we had the Saturn Pluto conjunction. It was hilarious to me how many times I saw that meme come up about January was a trial free month. Mm -hmm. I'm actually doing my New Year's resolutions in February because it was, it was almost like a lost month in Mm -hmm. a way because it was really just like, I feel everything has been turned upside down. What is this weird tunnel that I'm in? Yeah, like, I feel how? Like I just got turned inside out. Like, yeah. <clears throat> and then it's been, and then it's been recovery time from that. Mm-hmm. And then we've had all of this stuff in Pisces that's just made us as emotional as fuck. Yeah. And so now we're in this springtime of like being reborn mm-hmm. again. So. Yeah, I think that this new moon could really help us figure out how how do I act in my own best interest? How do I act in my own Mm self-interest? But a self-interest that isn't harming other people. Yeah. You know, we can move in our self-interest all the time. Yeah. And have a wake of bodies behind us like Aries likes to do. Yeah, for sure. But But I feel with the moon energy there, you know, we'll be able to be more mindful. Well, yeah, and I think that's just the classier way of going about it, you know? Like, can you still manage to do that and be a kick-ass person, you know? Like, you can be who you are, but you don't need to be a dick to others, you know? Or, you know, you can be who you are, but, you know, just chill out on everybody else. Yeah, Exactly, exactly. And then our final aspect for the month that we're going to talk about is on March 30th. And that is Mars ingress into Aquarius. So Mars enters the land of uniqueness, weird and innovation. And I am so looking forward to that at one as well. Yeah. And Mars is neutral in Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Mars is just like, what's going on in here? And Aquarius is like, we're getting weird and innovative with it. What you want to do? And Mars is like, I don't care <laughs> as long as I have something to do. You know? Yeah. And I think with Mars being in an air sign, mm-hmm. to me, this is like quick-witted Mars. 
and fast moving Mars. Like I figure Mars being in an Earth sign of Capricorn is really just kind of like a like some type of earth mover, like some big... Just plowing and just, trudging through. Just, just plowing just, and trudging through yeah. and like, yeah, I'm getting <laughs> things done. I'm building things. Yeah. But like in Aquarius, it's just going to be like, it's going to be like philosophy Mars, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but very, I feel that Mars will be very quick witted mm-hmm. and we'll just have... I always look at Aquarius's aha moments because Aquarius does think so differently, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, and I think Mars, too, will... Because, again, Aquarius has that energy that is, well, what about the group? I'm not mm-hmm. so much concerned about me as an individual. I'm concerned about how I, as an individual, fit into the group. Yeah. But what is the group doing? Yeah. You know, and how do I act within the group? So, and that might be, you know, that might be some issues that come up for people. You know, you're, you might stumble into your weirdness a little bit, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, or, or should I say your uniqueness a little bit. But like I said, Mars likes to do things. So it's almost like, can you figure out how to make your uniqueness work for you? Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. <laughs> It'll <laughs> be interesting. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to Mars not being. In, I'm looking forward. We'll only have. Oh my God. We'll only have Pluto, and I think the South Node will still be hanging out in Capricorn. But the South Node leaves Capricorn. I believe in May. It moves on into the nodes shift to Sagittarius Gemini. So that starts in... That's going to be an adventure. Yeah, it's going to be an adventure. That'll be fun. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Sagittarius is just kind of like, wee, where yeah. are we going? Where yeah. does the, where does the tunnel go? Gemini is like, I don't know. <laughs> Let's do all the research and find out. Yeah, well, yeah, because Gemini can be like, choose your own adventure of yeah. ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a relationship with one. Um, my brother <laughs> is one. Um, I have a lot of Gemini experience in my life. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, and all depending on like which house axis, uh-huh. house axis those fall into, yeah. it should be interesting. But I'm I'm ready for the nodes to have it. I'm just ready for the Capricorn energy to be done. And with Mars getting into Aquarius, I feel like we will get a sigh of relief where because with all of the planets going through Capricorn, it really was. I would say it felt like heavy lead. Yeah. It just felt like heavy lead all the time, every day, all day. And, you know, Capricorn's just, you know, Saturn just works you. So, and Capricorn, Saturn and Capricorn is like double duty. So. Getting the whip from both ends. Yeah. So that's why I say, you know, March is... I feel like March is a bit of a sigh of relief. So with that, you want to pull some cards? Yes. Okay. So now's the part in the show where I pull some cards. And uh, I am using what I call my yes bitch deck. This is my sacred rose deck. I've had this deck for over 20 years. And I freaking love it because it is the deck that tells me 
what I need to know, not necessarily what I want to know. <laughs> and I figure, ah. I figure this is the perfect deck to use. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, we're just in that fucking space. All right. So, coming into March, the energy that we have is, oh, four of pentacles. So, this dude, as you can see, he's, like, kneeling on top of these four pentacles that are very organized and whatever. And this, to me, is like, see, Saturn? This is all the fucking work I did. Get off my back. I've been busting my ass. I deserve a break. Look at these pentacles. Right? I was just thinking, like, he was kneeling on top of those pentacles. Like, he stacked them wine fucking barrels up there. <laughs> and he was like, all right, you want to see the work that I've fucking done? You want to see what I'm capable of? Bam, 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 bam. Kneel. Flex. Yeah, like he's just literally flexing. Well, and he's got his he's got his arms on his he's got his yeah. you know hands on his hips like yeah 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 I've yeah. fucking did all this work the ultimate flex yeah <laughs> right oh my god this is awesome so that's the energy coming into March where we're just like I have done enough yeah I deserve a snack and so, a nap <laughs> a recognition some sort like hey even yeah. if, but even if not from anybody else just yourself your satisfaction yeah the satisfaction that you've done the work yeah that's another thing that i keep seeing from a lot of people is um is uh i've had a, a few people just contact me i mean these are friends of mine mm -hmm. and sometimes they're people that i do readings for and um because I, yes i do tarot readings and i do astrology readings what? um <laughs> i know it's amazing um, and they'll, you know, but they'll contact me and they'll just be like, this is the shit that I'm going through. And, but it's always seems to be coupled with like, I have thought about this for a long time and this is the work that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. You know, I just seeing tons of stuff about like, yep, I'm going back to therapy yeah. or, you know, just, or I'm going to therapy for the first time. Like, what can I expect? Like I'm Putting seeing in the work. Yeah, People I'm are seeing like okay, it's time to put in this work. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of that. So our task for March is <laughs> the Hierophant. Taurus. Taurus. <laughs> I love the Hierophant because he is just like for better or worse, I bless you on your journey. And you have all of the knowledge and all of the lessons like at your access, mm -hmm. you just have to do them. Ooh, that could be like Solomon. That just reminded yeah. me of, since we you just mentioned oh, him. Yeah, so I keys. thought that was an interesting yeah. pick. I don't know, as, just in case if people don't know what we're talking about, because it might get edited out. We had a discussion about this book <laughs> that I got because in the chaos magic group that I'm in, somebody, you know, we're always talking about like what works, what doesn't work. And uh, one of my friends in that group had mentioned a, a book. It's basically the Keys of Solomon and how she uses planetary prayers in her magical practice. So, of course, I had to go and buy the book <laughs> and start doing planetary prayers. And it's really cool because it's actually just another way that I'm getting to know the planets. So, yeah. So just to clear that up, but. Yeah, this is this is totally this is totally like, like that Solomon. Energy. Yeah, it has that energy about it because and I always think of the Hierophant too as 
because he's sometimes called the Pope as faith. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have all of the answers. You're, you know, here on earth learning lessons, but sometimes you just have to have faith that things are going to work out. But when you're in it, it's the hardest thing thing to to see. Oh, my God. And you're like, I feel that on a cellular level. Yeah. 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 There's just there's there's so there's so fucking much, man. And when Mars enters Aries in June. (laughs) Oh, Lord, the world is going to be interesting anyway. So our final for the month of March. So we've got doing good work. Recognizing your recognizing your work. Yep. Keeping the fa- keeping the faith, staying on the path, and this leads us to <gasps> the high priestess. <laughs> did you just get goosebumps? Because I did. Those motherfuckers spitting. <laughs> <laughs> they are, and this is why oh I love God. this deck. Yeah. So for anyone who's just like, why are we so excited about the high priestess? Fucking those. <laughs> I I love her so much, so, so much, um, because she's the lady with the secrets, and she reveals to you what you need revealed when you need it revealed. And so by doing the work, by keeping the faith, by being open to new knowledge and new experiences, we will have what we need revealed revealed to us so yeah <laughs> with that i'm just gonna say this is freaking awesome <laughs> <laughs> my job <laughs> and yeah i don't i don't think it, it's the highest priestess i don't yeah. have anything else to say about anything <laughs> <laughs> and we're done <laughs> that's so, what it seems like yeah i i think we can say that it's done but i also just look to her too as like you know this is this is like higher self-knowledge. Yeah. I mean, this is like that knowing that you have when you're just like, I know, I, I know there is something, I know there is some whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you were talking about, we, we said this off mic, like you were talking about, like, I keep getting these numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always something that's like, I'm trying to let you know, I'm trying to let you know. And then... You know, there's the reveal of like, oh, that's what all of that is for. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what all of that is. Yeah. And it is just like a feeling of peace. Yeah. You know, not just within yourself, within your body, but like I said, your your higher self, your more spiritual self, the one that is connected to, you know, the great collective, if mm-hmm. you will. <laughs> so yeah, with that, I'm going to say that this report is done. <laughs> Thank you for being here again. Thank you for having me, as it was, always. It was so good to have you back. I missed you. <sighs> I missed you, too. <laughs> I missed you, too. But, you know. I know. Life. Oh. Life is a thing sometimes. Yeah. Fucking A, it was a rough. <laughs> I'm glad you'll be coming out of it <laughs> this month. You have to. <laughs> the aspects are on your side. Woo. Woo. And as always, thanks to our tech wizard, Christian, for yes, making all of this possible. Because without him, 
we would still just be in a coffee shop talking <laughs> shit about the stars. Like you do. So thanks, everyone, for listening. We will see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and subscribe. For more information, please go to our website at somethinginthestars.com. Until next time, take care.